Hi, I'm Lucy Adams from Disruptive HR. Welcome to one of our podcast series where you'll hear from HR practitioners who are genuinely doing things differently. If you're looking to change your HR practices, then why not check out the Disruptive HR Club? It's got tons of videos, webinars and downloadable guides that will give you all the ideas and practical help you'll need. Check it out at www.disruptivehr.club. So hello and welcome to another podcast from Disruptive HR and today I am absolutely delighted, uh, somebody I've worked with many times over the last couple of years and it's Inga Osterhaus and Inga your role is, you're the, the kind of global innovation lead uh, for human potential in Accenture. If I got that right, we'll find out a little bit. Got that right. A very mysterious title. uh... (laughs) We'll find out a little more in a bit, but welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So tell us, you're based out in in Amsterdam right now, but normally I see you in other countries. Yes. I think in the last couple of years, I've seen you in Ireland, in Chicago, in uh, the UK. Um, So just tell us a little bit about your role, what you know, the areas that you cover, just describe what it is that you do. Yes, very happy to. Um, well, so global innovation lead for, for Accenture. I'm a, a boomerang at Accenture. I started there a very long time ago and then I decided to try working for normal companies. So I worked with a couple of oil and gas companies in the HR space, uh, org effectiveness roles in many cases. And then because there's so much happening in HR, uh, specifically because of the whole digitization wave, but also things around new trends around employee experience, and also on the IT side to move to cloud, just made me realize that I would really love to work with many, many, many clients and not just stay within one company. So I came back um, and now I have the role indeed uh, globally responsible to look at the latest and greatest in innovation and helping HR directors and HR teams across the globe with all our clients to see what's out there and how can we, what is implementable already and what's more North Star. So I'm trying to stay on top of everything that's happening. And of course, the recent events around COVID-19 has really disrupted everything again. So there's, um, there's plenty to do and plenty to talk about, but that's kind of uh, in a nutshell, kind of my, uh, my role. That's great. And one of the things that's always struck me about you when, we, when we've had our chats and our cups of coffee and stuff is you are really curious and you're open to new ideas. You, you're, you, know, you get excited about this stuff and you're also very generous, I think. You know, you're into sharing, aren't you? You know, you're, you're not one of these that perhaps kind of you know, gets a new idea and hangs on to it. You really do share and, and, uh, and, and very have a real generosity of spirit around that. How's lockdown affecting you? Because, I mean, you were on a plane several times a week are you missing it are you glad to be at home what's what's it like for you yeah it's a very good questions i think um everybody has their personal journey right Uh, um, and i'm going through my own peaks and troughs um at the moment again i'm really missing getting on a plane and meeting people in their own space in their countries having dinner and having more intimate personal connections Mm -hmm. um but uh, funny enough, there's also an inner introvert on me that sometimes really enjoys kind of being at home, eating normal food rather than plain food, <laughs> having time to see my family and just having a little bit more control over my life. So um, 
yeah, I'm bouncing around kind of between those um, those extremes, like uh, like I think many of us. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I mean, on the one hand, you know, we kind of were all a bit zoomed out, aren't we? And yet, equally, the thought of going back to exactly how it was doesn't make sense to me either. And who knows what the new normal is going to be? Horrible expression. And, and we're using probably an even worse one. We're using the expression around better normal. And mm -hmm. what we're trying to do is to say, look, you know, we were disrupted before COVID and we were all kind of trying to wrestle with how do we be more agile, more digital, more collaborative and so on. But we've got a real opportunity for all of the challenges uh, and the sadness of, of COVID. This is such a huge opportunity for us to accelerate the changes that we were thinking about, um, you know, resistance has been wiped away in, in certain areas and it's an opportunity to create this better normal. And it would just be fascinating to hear from you what you're seeing either within Accenture or with your clients, you know, what are the, the trends that you're seeing that is that COVID is driving uh, or accelerating? Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Um, there are some really new things that are popping up. Uh, and on the other hand, there's also just an enormous acceleration that's happening. Right. So I think yeah. the new things that I've seen is just that people rallying together uh, to help. Right. So and I see that, I mean, we've worked together with companies like Rolls Royce to very quickly re jig their kind of uh, their plants to be yeah. able to create ventilators right and manufacture ventilators as opposed to cars right so there's a lot of real quick innovation and change happening just to help each other yeah and i think within accenture we see a lot of that as well we had of course as a consultant company a lot of uh, our clients of course initially went to kind of a bit of a a pause on what's yeah, what's this I mean, and what's I think happening they were, in, they were in shock weren't they right you know? right I so think, you know. yeah so we had uh people kind of returning to the office or returning to home and kind of thinking what am i going to do with my time um and again in the spirit of helping and thinking we put some of our teams together just said what kind of good ideas do we have right and when talking to clients we realized that um, although the traumatizing effect is the same for all of us, I think, um, and there are some common themes, I think there's also some very large differences depending on the industry you're in or your personal situation, right? If you have kids or mm. not. But if I focus on clients on the industry that are in, whether or not they are really badly affected in a negative way or they're actually affected, but maybe in a positive way, right? Yeah. So out of those discussions and with the teams that we got that we have available within Accenture, we created something very new that we'd never done before, which is something that we call people plus work connect, which is basically a platform. And it's just a kind of a voluntary thing to bring together those companies that have to let go of people because all of a sudden demand completely collapses. And so the hotel business is a very obvious example. And I match those people with other industries and companies where they have a sudden surge in demand right like like retail for example right so so this was a kind of a very new kind of service that was kind of a pro bono um piece of work that we did uh and that that made us a bit of a market maker just connecting kind of uh, chros especially in the states which is so massive in in my country the netherlands most chros know each other so a bit <laughs> less <laughs> less uh, relevant but um, yeah, so, th so, so there's a lot of new things coming up, I think, around 
yeah, in this crisis, we're standing up and we're trying to help each other out. Yeah, and um, I read about that and I thought it was fantastic. And I think we are seeing, not in every organization, admittedly, but in some organizations, a, a greater degree of creativity about how they manage this recession rather than leaping to severance and redundancies. Um, now, okay, so, you know, once some of the, 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 you know, the handouts or the uh, payouts from government start to, to dwindle, that may change. But, but I think there is a, a degree more um, creativity, collaboration around it, either in the, inside the organization or with other organizations, which I yeah. think is really positive. Yeah, and I think the key thing that's different from all the other crises is that this is global. It hits everybody at the same time. Yeah. And I think that changes a lot of things, right? Because uh, you also talked about the uh, acceleration of certain certain elements. If I look, for example, at the collaboration and the virtual, the, uh, the Zoom meetings that are sometimes a bit tiresome, but still, if you look at how we've collaborated, uh, it's gone way better than I think anyone expected, right? If you look yeah. at... A lot of companies are trying to measure productivity and you actually see that the majority of people still say that they had an increase in productivity, personally feel more productive in this new way of working. Yeah. While traditionally, when we talked about working from home and there's always these kind of statistics and, and, and evidence that shows it's actually not ideal and you probably lose a bit of productivity and you need to connect. But I think the key differentiator here is that we're all working remotely. And all of a sudden, so there's no advantage of some people being together and therefore it's hard if you connect virtually. So I think that's one of the very special circumstances of this yeah. particular crisis that we're hit globally, all industries, all individuals. And that made us way more creative than I think we've ever been before in this kind of cases. I agree. So what else are you seeing either with some of your clients or within Accenture about some of the things that are accelerating or that are just new as a result? Um, well, I think, um, so collaboration we talked about, I think also in the learning space is another area that um, I think automatically because people typically had a little bit more time on their hands, uh, there's been a lot of focus, uh, let's try and make sure that you, you do those courses or those kind of personal development items that have been pushed to the background in the busy times. Uh, but of course, companies needed to completely reinvent on then how, how they do these courses and, and how to make learning effective without any face-to-face -face interaction. And I've seen some really cool examples, and, and I'll, I'll quote one um, kind of internal one. Um, within Accenture, we have something a leadership development program we call LDP, and it's usually the highlight, and it's just before you're up for becoming managing director. So it's a really special time and you get a lot of exposure to senior leaders and, and all of a sudden we're in the middle of this program and it's, it reaches the moment when you would bring everybody together and they get to present to senior leaders yeah. as the highlight of their year basically. And we had to cancel all of that, of course. So we've rejigged that whole learning experience and we created a leadership festival and we really focused and zoomed in on creating that emotional connection and excitement in a very different way and we had to re kind of design the program also keeping in mind people's situations right so normally you're together in a room and but now people are like we are now behind our desks and yeah. kids might pop in <laughs> and out and so we've tried to kind of just embrace that right so we had during the uh, ldp festival next to a lot of really cool technology where we had people as avatars from had one presenter in Australia and one in the States behind a green screen and on the screen it looked like they were presenting together. So a little Brilliant. those kind of geeky things. 
we had uh, DJ sets, for example, throughout the different days. And we oh, really okay. invited families and kids to come and dance to the to DJ set, right? So you had all of a sudden on the Zoom call or something similar, we use teams actually, but you saw all the kids and families kind of dancing around, which is, of course, very so different, right? unusual. And, and, you know, no offense to Accenture, but for a professional consulting firm, that's not the norm, is it? You, exactly. know, you might expect to see that in a digital startup, but yeah. not in a you know, top consulting firm. So that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And I really think that's a bit the, the red thread, right? If you look at both collaboration kind of events, but also kind of learning, you really need to be really consciously human centered, more consciously human centered than ever before and really design into all your kind of interventions, really the, that emotional connect and really rethink where are my people, do they have the Wi-Fi, but also what's going on in their home situations and how can we still make that personal kind of heart to heart connect, right? So um, another, another thing we did was hugely successful is you have the Helping Hands Foundation, which um, is, a, is a company or foundation that creates prosthetic arms um, in a do-it-yourself kit that are really helping people in need in usually third world countries mm -hmm. who for all kinds of reasons have lost a limb. Um, so we did this now in a virtual way where one person of the team got to do it yourself kits and other parts of the team got the instructions. So together they built the prosthetic arm that would be handed out to a, a kid that, that needs, needs the arm. So it's, and that's such a meaningful activity in the middle of kind of your yeah. regular uh, day of status meetings that train you. So yeah, it was a huge success. And some of the feedback was that family members were proud of their mom and dad who are part of the leadership development program because normally they don't see their parents. They don't this way, see right? this stuff. No. So it's, it's great. It's a very different dimension to leadership development that I, I didn't expect for, for one. Yeah. And you know, this, the things you've talked about, the increased collaboration, the, the pace uh, of change, the human centeredness. Do you think that uh, as things begin to return to uh, some semblance of normality that we'll be able to hang on to some of these qualities? Because we've all seen different types of behavior during a crisis. And then when the crisis is over, the old behaviors reassert themselves and you kind of think, well, oh, if only we could have captured and bottled what we saw um, and what we witnessed and what we experienced in that crisis and take some of it forward. Do you think that it's feasible to, to take some of this pace, agility, human centeredness, collaboration into the new world? Or do you think that it will just dissipate and those old beha behaviors will become dominant again? Yeah, it's a good question. I, I am confident that we're not going to go back to completely the old way of working. Um, I think this is a great behavioral experiment, right? And good behavioral <laughs> experiments ask people to, to hold on to your new behaviors for at least 30 days. Well, we have plenty of time to get used to these new behaviors. Um, but also, I mean, I, I'm talking with a lot of companies who are now really trying to redesign their future way of working right and that includes for example their office space mm. so how do you design the office in such a way that you still have a place where people can connect and do the things that we now so desperately miss around co-creation and the human connection yeah. but at the same time really allow people uh, to keep working in this kind of more remote way 
and what is the optimum balance, right? Yeah. That's that's what we're figuring out. I think it's it's not going to be necessarily that easy because of some of the things we just talked about. That it's it works now because everybody is remote, and actually the moment that you go half and half again, mm. it's actually yeah you you create again the this balance that makes it less optimal so i think we need to try different things out right um and maybe I, getting people to reflect right now i think the worry for me is that we're just plowing on and we're so busy and we're going from zoom call to zoom call and then suddenly you know the office might be open again and and actually are we building in that time to reflect on the things that have surprised us about how productive our team was how much yeah. we trusted them how this type of leadership communication has actually uh, been much more inspiring and engaging for our people than perhaps we would have imagined i, I do worry that perhaps we're not building that in and, and clients we're working with um are you know we're encouraging them to to pause a little bit every so now every now and again um to, to make sure that that some of that behavior is recognized acknowledged and and hopefully embedded a little bit i completely agree and i think that's really good advice um and that is hard to do that pause right because at the same time companies are racing um and yeah. And also um, to really think about the things that you've done. Have you done them to the full extent to really be beneficial on the longer term, right? Yeah. I mean, I see a lot of also investments on the business side now, of course, in, in the, the automation, the robotics, uh, the artificial intelligence, because now we need more than ever uh, as much support as possible without human interventions, etc. But some of the statistics are that there's been a 60% surge in investments in artificial intelligence, but only a 3% increase in training around these new tools and technologies for employees, right? So sometimes we might have also kind of leapt to some kind of conclusions or quick interventions, but is everything really embedded? And are we really reaping all the benefits also longer term? So I think yeah. that uh, that definitely needs some reflections um, from from board levels uh, in the different companies. Yeah, exciting times though, isn't it? As well as sad and challenging, you know, I think it will certainly keep you busy, Inga. Uh, yeah, I expect so. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> but that's good news, right? So I'm, uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward. It's, it's a very exciting time. It's, um, yeah, I think it's, nobody can predict what's gonna happen exactly and how we need to respond. and. I think personally, this is lasting longer than I definitely had expected. Yeah. Right? So I think that, yeah. yeah, you just notice yourself that what I thought two months ago has is changed now again. So, um, yeah, yeah, who knows what the future will hold. But I think uh, what I really like and what I think is a very positive side effect is this kind of human centeredness and the fact that that's really come to the surface to to make us all work and to make this work. And I think that's that's just goodness. So when it's all over and we can have a cup of coffee again, it will be wonderful to thank you in person for doing this. But for now, Inga, thank you so much for joining me today. You're very welcome. It was lovely to be here, Lucy. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for listening to this podcast. For more resources to help you change HR, check out the Disruptive HR Club at www disruptivehr.club